Alright, alright, alright. Not gonna lie, last episode, I understand that a lot of you may not have liked it. I don't know, I didn't get any feedback on it, so I'm not going off anything, but I, me shouting into a mic you, is not the usual, right? I understand that. But this week we're going to be talking about a question that I've thought of for a minute, and that I've considered, and that I can kind of relate to. And that is whether you would want to know when something happens, or how that thing happens. Now, typically this is applied to death, but we'll get to that later. But, yeah. That sounds interesting. I'm, I'm going to try not to stretch this out for as long as possible, but I understand I can have that tendency. Welcome back to Slumped. You know, this debate kind of starts where it's just... I, I don't even totally know why it's a genuine question due to the fact that there's such a big difference between the two. And I don't mean it's a matter of you not being able to compare two things. I think it's just that one is just so far better than the other one, it's insane. It's just, it's so, so much more useful, so much, it has so much more utility to it that I don't know why you wouldn't pick the other one. If you want to know how something happens versus knowing when something happens, come on, man. <laughs> come on. See, I'm, I'm going to apply things to a relationship. I'm going to apply things to dating. Because I understand that it, not everything's about death. I know this question starts with death, but I want to apply it to other things. So if you're in a relationship and you know that you guys... That you guys break up because somebody cheated. Okay? And you think to yourself, well, I'd never cheat. Guess what? For the rest of that relationship, you will have such extreme trust issues. Every single thing, every interaction you have between each other will feel so hollow and so shallow. And it's going to be to the point where you can't even enjoy that relationship. And in fact, you might even leave that relationship before things even happen. And then what happens a few months in, you realize that it was you that was going to cheat and that you've been wasting all this time thinking about things. You've been wasting all this time being scared about things forever. And so it's just, why would you want to know how something happens? Now let's apply it to death finally. If you know how you die, let's say that you drown. You're not going near water for the rest of your life. You're even terrified when you drink water. What, are you going to shower now? Are you going to take baths now? That you're surrounded by water that you could technically drown in? Right? Like, well, this is what happens. This is what happens. Because you're not told exactly how. You just say that, okay, well, I, I drown. You live your entire life away from oceans, beaches, lakes. You, it does, you don't even go outside when it rains. Alright? We'll just say that. You live your entire life in fear. And then what happens? Oh, you injure? You injure yourself? You need to get anesthesia? You throw up when you're unconscious, and that's how you drown. Because... If that's how you die, it's not like it magically changes, then there's no utility in even knowing that thing. So then we'll bring it back to the relationship, we'll say knowing when. If you know that, oh, this relationship ends in a year, this relationship ends in a month, you enjoy that time, and you prepare. Because if you know that, that I'm going to have to, that our relationship will definitely be over on like June 6th. <laughs> by just magically throwing that date out there. And if you're listening to this on like June 7th, you got a whole year basically, good job. But if you know that, if you know like just some magical date, that's when you're going to be breaking up with them. You savor that time. 
you appreciate that time because you know for a fact it's limited you know because when you're in relationships there's a, maybe in the back of your head you're just like oh well we might day once get married if you know that's not the case you're not even concerned you're not even skeptical you're just like all right we uh, we, we don't end up getting married uh you know to uh you know to not have kids with them <laughs> you, you know that part but that's basically it. like just knowing when is it's such a utility i understand that some people prefer not to know and that's understandable but if you're going to know one of them my god please just know when let's apply this to let's apply this to death let's apply this to death now i don't relate to the death part don't worry about that uh i'm fine to my knowledge but i'm fine but if you know when you die let's say that you are going to die in 10 years that's it you're not concerned yeah you can be terrified and be dang it i'm only gonna live 10 more years i'm only going to live 10 more years guess what you don't have to be concerned about retirement you don't need to be concerned about having this huge long-term job that you can live into your 70s with no no you don't <laughs> You're only going to live for 10 more years. You can do what you want for those 10 more years. It's tougher if you have kids and you have a lot of close connections and family members or you're married. But if you're not, if you're somebody that's my age and I'm like, all right, I'm going to die at 26. That's terrible, but that's great. Because I'm just like, I don't need to worry about retirement. I don't need to worry about any of that stuff. I can go out and I can do what I want. Some people still live with their parents at 26. I could live with my parents for the entirety of my life. That's sad, but I could still technically do that because if I just know when I'm going to die, there's a lot less stress on me. There's a lot less stress. You might be wondering why I'm so compelled to speak on this because I usually don't cover you know, questions like this. Because as, a, as a, a personal idea that I have or a personal opinion that I have, I think that just having podcast episodes on questions I've seen people stretch it to 20 to 30 minutes I'm like you can't do that <laughs> no way no way if it's like a yes or no question and you stretch that thing to 30 minutes long there's something there man there's something you have some talent I know that or it's boring I don't know but I like to think about how you can apply that to life I like to think about that because yeah 100% you're probably never going to know exactly when a relationship ends. You're not going to know exactly when you die. Even when you're diagnosed with something terribly, they say three to six months, they say one to two years, something like that. They, it's not an exact date. It's not exact. Rough estimate, not exact. And It's going to be rare in life where, where you'll be hit with uh, something that you know how you die or, or you know when you die or, or you even know those things in general. You know, so what you need to apply it to is you need to apply it to the very few things that you do know, or you need to you need to apply that to the things that you do have an answer for that for. For example, if you're somebody that's in college or you're somebody that's in high school, you need to internalize the fact that eventually you will no longer be in high school. Eventually, you will no longer be in college unless you're somebody pursuing like 15 billion degrees. That's terrible. <laughs> it's not building generational wealth, that's generational debt. But basically, but yeah, if you're in these 
you're in these settings where you will definitely have an end to it, that's just an indication of what you should be doing with it. See, as I said before, if you know when a relationship ends, you prepare for it and you savor the moments that you do have there. Because if you're told, oh yeah, well, you're eventually done with high school. You know, see, we know when. If you're told that that you are, are going to be out of high school because you get expelled, then you're just not going to care about high school anymore. You're, you're just not going to care. You're just like, well, I never actually finished and get a degree anyways. Well, not necessarily a degree, but I, I never get a diploma. It doesn't matter. But in these situations, you know when it ends. You know almost to the exact date of when it ends. You know the date that you graduate, especially when it comes to high school. You know the exact date. So knowing that, why are there so many people acting like this time is infinite? Why are there so many people acting as though this time is never ending, for better or for worse? Now I like to say that because those that think that this time is never ending. It's not that they genuinely think that, but they treat it as such. They'll go throughout their high school or college experience and they won't be preparing for anything after that. And especially when it comes to high school, they won't be preparing for college. They'll have that anxiety looming somewhere in their head. But they're not really going to be considering it. They're just going to be enjoying their high school experience and then eventually when that date hits, that they knew since the very date that they went to school that they knew that there would be a time where it ended it kind of catches them by surprise and you think how can this catch you by surprise you literally say class of whatever in your bio you know <laughs> you're well aware of when you graduate get out of high school get out of college something like that you know if you're wearing a class of 20 something hoodie and, and you're just and you just don't prepare for graduation. It's just like fam. You know the year on your hoodie You know the year on your sweatshirt, you know when it's over. Why are you not prepared for when it is? That's why I say you have the savor and you have the preparation Because it's great to savor those high school memories knowing well that it's going to end and I understand there's a difference between Knowing and understanding. The difference between knowing and understanding. See, when you know something, you're just, you're aware of it. But when you understand it, there's a deeper connection that it has with you because it changes how you act, it changes how you see things, and it changes how you move. Now, when you know that you're going to leave high school eventually, but you don't understand it, when you have to understand it, you also understand the different implications that it has. You understand that, well, now I should either go to college, trade school, get a job, something along those lines. Now you know that. Now you've internalized that. But just knowing that it's going to end, but not doing anything for when it does, you might as well not know in the first place. It's like knowing when you die, but then living your life normally until that point, you don't even benefit from the knowledge that you have. You have knowledge of when you end high school. You have knowledge of when you end college. It's like pursuing a degree and then just not looking at any jobs in the actual industry that that degree is used for. What are you doing? 
you're not going to be getting this degree forever. Once you get this degree, that thing either collects dust or gains use. What was it going to be, right? So when it comes to high school, it's like when you're in high school, you can either be using that time effectively of working out a path. I understand if you don't know what you're going to do afterwards, but at least prepare for that. Here's something that I need to do. I need to learn how to cook. I try every once in a while, it doesn't work out. But I try every once in a while. And I need to be more consistent with it. Because high school is going to end for me. And therefore that, that brings in college. And around that time period and then after, and afterwards, I'm not going to be living in my parents' house. So I need to be able to cook. I need to be able to provide for myself. Not necessarily financially, but also with food. With my cooking. I'm, just, I'm not going to be buying DoorDash every night. That's terrible for my health. So, with that being said, I need to learn how to. I might as well, if I'm not learning how to cook, if I'm not learning the life skills to, to use outside of that, it's like, what's even the knowledge in, in, in internalizing when that's going to end if you don't do anything about it? It's like knowing that a, a nuclear bomb's gonna go off in your neighborhood, like, tomorrow, and you just don't do anything about it, and then it happens, you're like, well, that's crazy. What'd you expect? You were told, you understood, you thought that you understood it. See, the thing is that people think that they understand a lot of things. They think that they understand the fact that high school is going to end, the fact that college is going to end. They think that they understand it. But they don't, because if they did understand it, they'd be acting a lot differently. If they did understand it, they wouldn't be as concerned for the relationships, but more concerned for what they're doing in life. They'd be more concerned for it. It's like, I understand that you want to become a rapper. I understand that you want your podcast to blow. But I'll be honest with you, fam, it, it doesn't get that many listens. You have to accept the fact that you're probably going to have to do something for a career that's not this. Right. You're going to have to do that. And as soon as you understand that, it's exactly for your benefit. It is almost only for your benefit that you know this. That's why knowing when you die is so important because, not that it's important, but it's so much better because now that's a tool that you have. Now that's knowledge that you've gained. That you can act differently now for your benefit with the knowledge that you've gained. Before, with the whole knowing how you die, that's knowledge you're gaining but you're just going to be terrified and anxious. So with that being said, what about the other scenario? And I haven't brought up this scenario yet, but the other scenario is things in life don't have an exact end to it and, don't, and you don't know whether there will be an end to it, but there's a high chance of it being so that you can apply this to it. Let's just say you're dating somebody and you kind of realize that they're not the one or they really want kids and you don't want kids or there's just something that you know is going to be an issue down the line. Now is there a chance that relationship will not end? Of course there's a chance, but it's like this is, that's an itty bitty chance. So if you're not preparing or if you're not trying to gain knowledge from the relationship or if you're not trying to gain anything from it and then you get caught by surprise when that relationship ends, it's like, what's, what's the point? You're just acting like it's normal by ignoring issues. It's one of the great things about knowing that something's going to end. If you're dating somebody, you're just like, this probably won't go anywhere. Internalize that 
enjoy your time with them. Now pursue enjoying your time with them. Gaining knowledge from that relationship. Enjoying that. No, you, you, you just, you let it marinate because you understand the fact that, well, I'm not going to have kids with this person probably. I'm not going to be married to this person in 30 years. I'm big chilling, <laughs> right? Now, now you have that internalized. But when you, when you lie to yourself and say that, oh, this probably won't have an end when it's an unhealthy relationship and you're not doing anything about it. If you don't have that internalized, you're just messing yourself up. And that same thing applies to life as a whole, knowing when you die versus knowing how you die. If you just go with the assumption that it's going to be, if you go with the positive assumption, you usually end up worse off. And what I mean by that is it's a strange concept. I understand that. But if you apply it to the relationship, if your assumptions are always positive, you gain less from it. And now I'm not saying that you should doubt everything in a relationship. No. What I'm saying is in your life, if you're just like, oh, your positive assumption. Oh, I'm just going to live till I'm 80. Oh, I'm just going to live till I'm like 70. Or if you just go off like country averages for the amount, for the average lifespan of somebody. And you're just like, well, there, that's where I'm going to be. You go off that positive assumption. You're probably going to be living your life with a lack of agency. What I mean by that is you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll get this done at, at this time period and this time period. And when I'm this age, I'll do this and I'll do that. You don't know. You have no clue. You could die when you're 20. You can die when you're 80. It's a 60-year range, fam. That's a 60-year range. Could be anywhere in there. And that's assuming you make it to 20. So it could be even greater than that. The range could be even bigger. So what that does, if you now understand the fact and understand it, you now understand the fact that you're not going to be, that you might not be living until you're 80, it gives you a greater sense of agency because now you want to do more in the limited lifespan that you have, in that internalized limited lifespan that you have. You know, I'm not going to explain how exactly I relate to this. But I relate to this in a certain way. Again, not death. Don't worry. <laughs> don't, don't be concerned. Don't be concerned about that. But I relate to this in a different area of my life, of which I will not explain. But what it causes me to do is it causes me to look around and see a lot of expiration dates. That's what it causes me to do. Now that may be seen as a bad thing. That may be seen as a very negative thing because it's just like, well now, well just like, and when I say the expiration date, of course it's still a rough estimate, but it's kind of an accurate rough estimate. So it's not really a rough estimate, it's just an estimate. But when I see these expiration dates around me for certain things, it's not as scary. You know, you'd think knowing when something ends would be scarier. It's not as scary. When I know this, and when I see this, and when I internalize the fact, and I understand the fact that, well, 
this is going to expire. This thing you experience, this person you talk to, this this activity that you partake in will not always be able to, to happen around this time period. When you know that, it's not as scary because you're not concerned about how things are in the long run as much. Of course, care for your relationships, your friendships, the activities that you do, all of those things, but at the same time, it's not as scary. It's like, well, yeah, this is going to end around this time, but that's great because you can enjoy that time with them now because it gives you the agency of wanting to enjoy that time with them. That's the great part about it. The reason why we have expiration dates on our food is so that we use the food before the expiration date. And that same thing applies to a lot of things. <laughs> I'm not saying use people. Don't, not, not like that. Don't, don't be a bad person. But when you have an expiration date on, say, a friendship, for some unforeseen, not, oh, I guess foreseen circumstance, or for a reason that you just can't control, what that allows you to do is it, it, it pushes you to enjoy that friendship to pursue that friendship, to uh, relax in that friendship. What do I mean by relax in that friendship? I mean kind of let down some walls, right? It, it allows you to do that because you know that one day you're not going to be friends with this person. Maybe even in the near future, you're not going to. Not even because you dislike them, but you're just not going to. It lets You're allowed to enjoy that time more. Rather than having a quantity of time that's great, you have a quality of time that's great. Just say that, let's say that one of your friends is uh, is forced to uh, to move in with a distant family member across the country. This ain't me, don't worry. But somebody is forced to move with some family member across the country. Right? Let's say that parents got divorced and they have to move one of and they're moving in like a month. When you know that, of course you're sad due to the fact that there is an expiration date that's visible. But doesn't that push you to spend more time with them? Doesn't that push you to have a greater appreciation for them and your friendship with them? Knowing that you won't be able to talk to them the same way in a month when they like move across the country to a different state, to a different area. Knowing that, if you live your life the way it was before just normally, you're going to feel like you missed out on so many opportunities with them in your last moments with them. So when this happens, it's like, what's the point in even knowing if you're just acting the same way? And you're not gaining anything from it. Right? You're not preparing for them being gone. You're not preparing for that friendship to end at least in person. See, because if you prepare for it, if you prepare for it, you might be able to practice using online calls with them. And I understand practicing is like, well, I already know how to. Yeah, it's different because some people have friendships where they can only hang out with them. I myself do. But if you're able to transition that to calling, if you're able to become good at calling with them, then that friendship can survive when they go to wherever. But even if it can't, and there's going to be a definite end to it, enjoy that time. Savor that time. You see an expiration date on it, savor that time. 
and you're not going to be as concerned anymore. Let's say that this friend, you even had a crush on them, right? Ask him out. Go ahead, ask him out. Oh no, they say no, things get awkward. In a month, you're probably not even going to see them again. You might as well. And if they say yes, you enjoy that time with them. See, the goal is that you do this stuff when you don't have an expiration date. Due to the fact that you understand that everything kind of has an expiration date, whether you know about them or not. Yeah, I'm friends with people now. Who knows if I will be friends with the same people in five years. I'm not even friends majority... I'm not even a majority friends with the same people I was friends with a year ago. So I can't say that. I can't just be like, oh, I'm going to forever be friends with these people. You have a crush on somebody. It's like, it's like, of course, it's like, yeah, just just do it. Just go out there and do it. Same message, but like this is in a different format. Same exact message in a different format. Everything has an expiration date. And when you see that expiration date, it's so much easier. It puts things into perspective because you're not as concerned with the fact that, oh, no, well, if I ask this person out, they say no, things are going to be awkward. Let's say that last few months of your senior year in high school, you have a crush on somebody in your homeroom. You're concerned because if they say no, homeroom is going to be awkward. But if you don't ask them whatsoever, you could be not having an incredible relationship that you can enjoy. So if you know that high school is going to be ending soon in the next few months, ask them out. You know, people think that, oh, yeah, I'll date this person after high school. I'll date this person after college. And that's good if you're trying to get a degree and you're trying to pursue something. Right? Like, if you're in college and you're trying to pursue some courses and get a degree, maybe taking out a relationship won't be the best for it. But if it's something like high school and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll date them after. No, you're going to drift apart. You're not going to see each other as much. You guys are literally in the same homeroom. It's mandatory for you all to see each other. So now that you know and internalize the fact that there's an end date to it, just ask them out and they say no and it becomes really awkward that's an awkward few months but that's no longer a hypothetical you'll need to deal with forever of just what if i just asked them? what if i just asked them? you were told no guess what you're not concerned about it anymore you're not you know the the amount of perspective it gives you to see an expiration date on something to see a when on something happening is great because it's just it makes so many of the issues seem like so much less it really lessens the issues and what the issues it lessens it lessens the blows of them it lessens the the negative impact it has on you so it's just like great well when this date hits i'm not going to be concerned about it. what are you worried about having an awkward relationship with somebody in your high school are you worried about having an awkward relationship with somebody around you high school is gonna end fam <laughs> it, it's gonna end it will. You're not going to be forced to be around these people. But if you ask them out and they tell you yes, you're forced to be around them in the best way possible. It's like you need to accept the fact that there's, there's expiration dates on everything. Whether it's relationships, whether it's high school, whether it's college, whether even when you're employed, that has an expiration date too. You retire or you get fired. <laughs> the way that it is fam in your career you either retire or you get fired and that's it <laughs> but 
That's the way that it is, fam. Everything has an expiration date. And the thing is that people are scared about those expiration dates. It's understandable to a degree, of course, because it's just like, well, things are ending and I don't want them to end because things are good. But you got to use them to your advantage. If you understand something's going to end, if you understand that, that high school is going to end, a relationship's going to end, you use that to your advantage in the fact that you now move like that. You now move with that. You have that understanding and you're no longer concerned for so many things. You're no longer concerned. It's liberating to have an expiration date. And you'd think it's the opposite, but it isn't. It's liberating. Knowing when something ends is liberating. See, not knowing, it feels like freedom. Cause it's just like, well, it could happen whenever. It's not weighing on my mind when it is. But it is. <laughs> yes, it's going to be weighing on your mind when you don't know. It's probably going to be weighing on your mind because you don't know. But if you know, or you have the understanding that there will be, it's liberating. Sometimes you need to put expiration dates on things. If you see that a relationship you're in is toxic, you have to put an expiration date on that and liberate yourself from it. Because who's suffering from not having these expiration dates? Who's suffering? You are. You're suffering from not knowing. And you're suffering from knowing and then not acting on it. High school's gonna end maybe soon, maybe not. Maybe you're already done with high school and you know this to be true. And obviously you're like, yeah, duh, high school's gonna end. But internalize the fact high school is going to end. Your friendships eventually are going to end. And it ain't that bad. It's really not. <laughs>